0: Hey, look. What's up, Rob? What did the newspapers say to the ice cream? I don't know. What's the scoop?
1: <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, Another Digital Citizen's Best Ice Cream Flavor Ever Tournament, Manifest Episode 9 Review, Movies of the Week, and another digital review of Robin Hood. This is another digital citizen. That's 5-0-4. 5 4 4 to
0: Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen with me. I have Luke. Hi, Luke.
1: Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hopefully everything sounds
0: good. I, I feel like I was screaming there for some reason. I know why I was screaming. Why?
1: Because you scream. We all scream. We all scream for ice cream. I fell right into that trap, didn't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yep. So, Turkey Day. How was uh, Turkey Day? That's pretty good. I mean, it gets a little hectic uh, with the whole family in one house, you know what I mean? And I've got nieces and nephews and a couple of them one's two and you know they're very young so they're rambunctious and running all over the place other than that it's you know good food and uh, good family and uh, one of my nieces pulled out the karaoke machine and I was like I'm out of here I'm done with this that was uh, once the karaoke (laughs) machine came out I was like I've had enough of the family time thank you wonderful being here with you guys though (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love you <laughs> <Right. My family. laughs> I love you to death <laughs> but I can't tell this
1: <laughs> but the food was good uh, I don't know. I made uh, some stuffed peppers like I stuffed, uh, stuffed them with cream cheese they were really good for like an hors d'oeuvre for everybody so yeah uh, other than that yeah pretty good week long week for us so uh, a lot of news That's- to cover but we got something to get into first Yes, because I asked you to buy a soda that I found. I asked you to buy the new Mountain Dew Soda. All right, Mountain Dew Merry Mashup. It says Holiday Limited Edition on it. I got a 20-ounce bottle. They are selling this in cans if you go to the store, but... The first place I could find it, I found it in twenty ounce bottles because we wanted to do this last week, kind of for Thanksgiving. But I couldn't find it anywhere. It it was it had just became available that week, so not surprised. But I got it this week. Let's see what. And I told
0: you a little late, to be honest. I told you the day before we were recording about this, and you didn't know about this, so it was a little too (laughs) a little too much uh, a little too little
1: time. I did go to the store though and like uh, t- to see if they had it and I- nobody oh. had it. And then even that after the show, it, uh, it wasn't until the- after Thanksgiving I was able to find it because stores, they just hadn't uh, gotten it out to all the stores yet. You know what I mean? So, but flavor as far as what is flavor supposed to be? It's supposed to be cranberry pomegranate with other natural flavors, mm-hmm. is what it says. But this is Mountain Dew, so get it amped up. I haven't drinking any caffeine today, so. There's the you hear that? Mm. Mm. 20 ounce 20 ounce bottles don't always sound as good as cans, but let's try this out. It smells I'm going like you to ask you about the smell, yes. Uh it smells like um a candle store, kind of. I don't know if that's good or not. Oh. Uh yeah. Oh. Oh. It smells, it smells like Bed Bath and up. Beyond, maybe. <laughs> A weird association for soda, though. Right. I mean, it smells fruity, but like in a candle kind of fake scent kind of way. All right, let's try this out. Uh, I have a strange
0: feeling that it will taste fake if it smells fake as well.
1: That's possible. Okay, I'm I'm tasting it here. Letting it give it a little another try. Mm Mm-hmm. Take a little sip. Okay. I'm definitely getting the pomegranate. The cherry, I I don't know. Well, okay, the cherry is a little bit of an aftertaste. It's it's not cherry, is it? It says, oh, cranberry pomegranate. Cranberry. Right, so I'm getting the cranberry taste. That's what I'm tasting. Because you definitely, it's really overpowering. The pomegranate is kind of an aftertaste. Um... I haven't had, like, a real pomegranate since I was, like, a little kid, so I can't really remember what pomegranates exactly taste like, but overall, I mean, it's all right, but it's really, really overly sweet, maybe? Mmm. How's the carbonation? Uh, it's pretty low compared to other Mountain Dews, but it's still got a bit. Uh, definitely has that cranberry aftertaste. You know, that weird cranberry flavor you get after you drink cranberry juice? Right, it has that. Um, there's something about it that I'm just. Uh, it's it's all right. I would never buy it again, to be honest with you. But it's all right. I'll drink it for the rest of the oh, show. Well. That's what I'm going to continue drinking for the show. But um, do you think it it's uh, taste as
0: uh, artificial as it?
1: Tastes? It tastes like if you took a uh, a Slurpee from Seven Eleven a. Uh, a cherry Slurpee from Seven Eleven, and you let it melt in the sun, and then you drank the melted Slurpee. This is what it tastes like.
0: But why cherry? That's that's weird. But that it has this. Uh, it tastes. Cherry. It just
1: has a cherry taste to it, but it's not cherry. It's cranberry pomegranate. But I mean, I'm right. ter- I'm tasting kind of like a black cherry taste to it. But I mean, it's a combination of other f- fruits. So yeah. Uh. It's a weird combination, maybe. I mean, it's holiday ish. Cran- uh, pomegranates are definitely kind of holiday. Right. Christmassy kind of. Cranberry, I don't know if that's really. I guess that's kind of Thanksgiving We do cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. So I guess, it. yeah, it's a combination. That, I guess that's why it's called Merry Mashup. It's like combination of the two holidays, the Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas. Uh, out of 10.
0: This? Do not... Yeah. Uh, just one more question. Uh, could you relate this to another kind of soda that people would know? Uh, Does it taste like anything else that you have tasted before? To be, uh,
1: I don't know if anybody's gonna know. Uh, there are there's certain black cherry sodas that kind of taste like this. That's why I'm kind of okay. getting a cherry flavor because I remember having black cherry sodas in the past and mm. having them taste like this. Uh, blue sky black cherry soda is the thing that's coming mm. to mind for me. I don't know if you've ever had blue sky soda, fro. No. I'm probably a no. local thing. Yeah. I don't even know if it really even exists anymore. It used to be or it used to be bigger than it is now. They probably got bought out by somebody and no longer exists, but overall out of ten, is? I'm yeah. gonna give it I'll go ahead and give it a f- five point five. It's really it's really average. It's a little too sweet for me. If you like sweet, uh it's good. Uh, and if you really like cranberries, you might like it more than me. I'm not a huge cranberry fan. Uh, by themselves, so yeah, right. Uh, we are now on Spotify. Um,
0: uh, Luke. Um, uh, we have to thank Margaret uh, that told us about this because uh, I I did not find out that we could s- submit our. Uh, Podcast to Spotify, but Margaret told me that we could uh, submit our podcast to Spotify. So we are now on Spotify, thanks to Margaret. So thanks, Margaret, and check out
1: uh, another digital citizen on Spotify if you want to. Right, as well as iTunes and on SoundCloud if that's where you're looking at it or whatever. Some people like Spotify better. If you like it better, go use that. Yeah. So, chess.
0: Uh, the world champion of chess was uh, actually uh, two two and a half hours yeah, one and a half hour ago decided uh, with uh, on overtime because it was drawing the normal um, uh, normal long thinking chess, I should say uh, so there was uh, there was going to be four um, uh, 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 chess uh, games with uh, shorter thinking time 25 minutes each with 10 seconds more on the clock each time you moved a piece so uh, about 60 minutes of play instead of a whole fucking day and uh, uh, Magnus won uh, the three first uh, games (laughs) so they they didn't actually play the last game because he won all all three games, he right. won first with white, then against Caruana with black, and then with white again.
1: Did he actually get to checkmate, or was it, did it go to like a some kind of uh, uh, draw where he won because he w- he had uh, no as that, black that, or
0: yeah, uh, Caruana was like six. Uh, one one time he was like thousand uh, pawn, pa, pa, uh, pawns over uh Magnus was uh, uh, a pawn, thousand pawns over in in, <laughs> in in the last game so it was like yeah
1: he won one <laughs> okay all right yeah uh, I mean that's pretty big uh, you guys retain your title I guess is the the outcome, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm extremely happy, of course. We had a crazy climate change report here in America. I don't know if you saw anything about this. They're suggesting, uh, no. because of climate change, that there's going to be massive migration from the southern states to the northern states in the next, whatever, 10 years, and that it could completely change kind of the ecosystem of America, uh, and also cause an economic disaster, because we'd lose all these crops, people would be moving, States would be filling up with people that weren't already there, uh, ruining those kind of economies. It's really terrifying stuff, actually, if you go look into the climate change report done by the U.S. government, uh, saying how it's going to affect the economy and everything. Go look into that, Fro. It's pretty terrifying. Speaking of terrifying, mm. there's the Russian Russian shooting at Ukraine. You sent me an article about that. Yeah. Oh,
0: they, uh, they almost started a war over absolutely non- nothing uh, the funny or it isn't funny but the strange thing was that uh, this boat a uh, Russian boat rammed the other boat tried to ram it and then it came with the flight and when when the fly flying came also the shooting they shoot shoot on the boat with the flying
1: fly right it looks like I mean... Credits. This, this isn't a new thing between these two countries, but it, um, no. it could lead to some kind of war, especially if some other country gets involved, like a U.K. or a U.S. gets involved, then shit could go down for sure. Right. Another little news. Oh, uh, the U.S.-Mexico border thing. Trump sent a bunch of troops down there, and they were shooting tear gas at people on the U.S.-Mexico border for pretty... <sighs> some of the pictures coming out of there were very sad, um, but it's not, I mean, it's not, like we just said, there's also this uh, thing going on between Russia and Ukraine that's kind of, I-, I wouldn't say similar in any way. Well, I think the Israel thing is probably more similar to the U.S.-Russia thing. Uh, yes. Or even the other countries that are trying to keep out Syrian refugees. I mean, it's yeah. just—it's a refugee crisis is what it is. It, they call it an mm-hmm. immigration problem or whatever, but it's a refugee crisis uh, no matter what country you're in. Definitely. And what
0: was the last thing that you wanted to talk about before we go into the real news? Was that?
1: I I think that was it. I mean, the the next thing I was going to talk about has kind of to go with the first story we were going to talk about, so I'll go into that, which happened yesterday, and somehow I went on the news, I watched the news on TV, and went on and looked through all the news stories of today, and somehow this is not news today, Fro, even though it was the biggest news ever yesterday. Um, Assange Manafort... uh, uh, oh, right. It said, uh, it, uh, it was a report from The Guardian. Uh, Manafort held secret talks with Assange, and then it came out that Assange and Manafort denied that they ever met. It, uh, the article from The Guardian said that they met in secret. Uh, it said, uh, it, well, here's an article from NPR. NPR. Uh, A spout of news reports on Tuesday brought new suggestions about ties between Donald Trump's campaign and the Russians. Uh, It says here, uh, Paul Manafort, Trump's one-time campaign chairman, met in person with WikiLeaks' Julian Assange. Manafort and WikiLeaks both said there was no such meeting. WikiLeaks said on Twitter it, it bet a million dollars in the editor's head that the story from the Guardian was wrong and the group has launched a legal fund as well. So yeah. Planning on suing the Guardian is what WikiLeaks is saying. Um so yeah, the, what came out in the Guardian at least and no other newspaper or any kind of media no that I've seen has been other. able to corroborate this in any way whatsoever. Nope. So I'm guessing that's why it's not news today is because <laughs> nobody could find anybody to tell them this was actually true. But you know, what's going to happen with this, fro is in two months, I'm going to be in an argument with somebody and I'm going to be like, yeah, but WikiLeaks has nothing to do with it really. And they'll go, yeah, but what about that time Manafort met with Assange? Because now it's in the public space and all these people who believe the Russia thing are just... They accept it even though there's no proof. But uh, that was the big story yesterday. But at the same time, Fro, this is the thing I was going to mention. The story we covered last week about Assange or the U.S. having secret um, charges against Assange that had kind of gotten leaked... Mm-hmm. Uh it, they were trying to get, get those released and a judge delayed the release of those charges saying that he didn't think it was important to the American public that they knew what these charges were. Uh, But it's just a delay. It still could come out. So that's what where we're at with that. But as far as this whole secret meeting between Assange and Manafort, what do you think about this, bro?
0: I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I think it is B.S. It's really clear. Like, I, I, I think WikiLeaks wouldn't, like, be so. Uh, I think they would admit it if it happened. Because they don't really have anything to lose. Sure. Right. By saying. Yeah, they don't really have anything to lose by saying,
1: well, they were here. But they do thought, have something to lose by why, saying that why he, would, he wasn't here.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, no, I don't think so. I think the stupidest part Good of news. this. I think the dumbest part of this whole thing is the idea that it's secret. They had that was what that was even in the headline of the Guardian article: uh, Assange meets with Manafort in secret talks. How can it be secret? He's in an Ecuadorian embassy. That's, I guarantee you. Monitored 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the last since 2011, whenever however long he's been in there by the CIA, the NSA, uh, MI6, uh, all the you know, the London, uh, all the London cameras that are just street cameras and everything else that are watching this facility ever since he's been in there. How could he secretly have talks with somebody in it? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, no,
0: it is uh, extremely stupid. Another report I, I came would... out... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I don't believe it. One one single second.
1: Uh, one report did come out that says Assange has sent his cat to safety, Fro, because he <laughs> believes that uh, it's eminent that he's going to be pulled out and maybe taken to some kind of jail, whether it's in the UK or in the US. So Assange has, has sent his cat to safety, Uh, uh... Which means one one thing that's bad about that is he's been in there for 11 years, and that's kind of been one of his best friends is his cat. Uh, You know, uh, so now he doesn't have his best friend with him anymore. But the good thing is the cat's safe. So, there you go. And he always has family members. Right. I saw there was some kind of interview with her about this thing, if you want to go check that out as well.
0: So... The EU leaders agree on you
1: guys' Brexit deal. Isn't that good? Uh, I, I guess so. Is it good? I, I'm not really sure anymore. <laughs> I'm so confused at this part as to whether th- this is actually the same Brexit deal people actually voted for in the well, first place, good. or if it's not. I yeah. really don't even know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it seems. It seems like here's the problem with such a big organization, and why I am against EU on so many uh, things. It's like, we see how fucking insanely powerful they are with this Brexit deal. Like, the thing with having open open borders against the uh uh, uh uh, their neighbor countries, like uh, um, I want, I so want to say Israel, but I know it's not real. Well, uh, well I, Ireland, I don't want to know why. <laughs> Israel,
1: well, it starts oh, with I an I, so I of, yes. yeah,
0: <laughs> Ireland, yes, the border towards Ireland, and the thing is, like, um, I talked to uh to Margaret about this because we were talking uh, I know that we were going to talk about it and I asked her do you think there will be another referendum about the results of the Brexit there and she said no she said, like straight away she she's like no we we're getting the Brexit deal that they they are 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 getting or we're not getting any and then I and I, I, I started thinking maybe it would be better for them to do a hard Brexit instead of doing what they're doing now. Because it seems like there will be kind of having one foot inside of the EU and the other one outside of EU and and not really being two feet out of e, EU is the fucking problem. As long as they have to follow their uh, whims, uh, follow their uh, rulings, follow what they have to do, are they really that outside? Are they really independent of the EU? So, no, I don't think uh, the Brexit deal that uh, Theresa May has gotten is really the Texas, uh, Brexit deal
1: the british people voted for uh, you're right i don't know if it's an exit is the problem is what you're saying well that's part of the the, the word brexit is exit and they're not they're uh exiting the eu but staying uh it, it even says here political declarations. Uh, the eu l- leaders approved two key british documents the one was a political declaration which sets out what the UK and EU's relationship will be like after Brexit outlining the things like UK and EU trade and security work meaning military and when they say security uh, so they're still going to be involved in trade and military action with the EU that so that's not gonna wow. change and then 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 like is that really an exit of the EU? <laughs> well if you're doing all the same things no not really it's the only difference it, that it that i can see out of this is that it changes uh the f- freedom of movement from one country to another within the eu right where now you're going to have right. to get a passport for some of the countries that you wouldn't have had to before but uh, is that yeah
0: like, like I said, is that really being, <laughs> really being outside of EU? And I, I don't think so. Do they have to follow our Article 13
1: outside of this? I don't know. Do they? That's a good question. I did not see anything yeah. about that. Um, my guess is they'll come up with their own little Article 13. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
0: it's kind of. It's in 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 the thing. It's like I uh, when we talked about this, uh, we were be we called I, I was called right wing nut, and it's so funny, being called right wing nut, because uh, Donald Trump supported Brexit, therefore I also supported Donald Trump because I was pro Brexit. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, like. You, you go you're going out of your way to
1: calling me a racist there? <laughs> Thank you. And I, I, I find it's hard. yeah. The weird part I think that people don't seem to get is that when you go far right or far left in the political spectrum, there is a wraparound where the farthest right meets the farthest left and they're the same thing. <laughs> okay. Where uh where a hippie who's so far left, he lives off the grid and he has solar power and he's got farm animals, you know what I mean? He lives out in the middle of the woods. Or a redneck, who's the right wing, who lives out in the woods on his own with a wood-burning fire and a farm. and right. a, a Same person, except left and right. You see what I mean? And they have the same kind of yeah. values of how they see the world. Um, and I don't think people see that wraparound like... You, the farther you go left you can go far far left and then end up so far left you end up right <laughs> no and
0: that that that's the thing the, the, the thing is like they don't they don't understand they don't understand that you can be kind of leftist as as me and and also be against the government like things like I, I i i'm so against Uh, the EU on principle on principle things. It's principle uh, I'm principle against the EU doesn't make me a racist doesn't make me uh, saying oh I don't want us in the EU because then all the referees can come here. That's not why I'm saying against the EU Right. (laughs) Well that was Definitely,
1: the argument from the left is, if you are for Brexit, you're against immigration and you're a racist. Right. 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 And, I mean, when it comes to those kind of uh, ideas of, like, what I was saying, like, uh, you get called a Trump sympathizer because you're for Brexit. I don't think a lot of people realize that most Trump people, at least the ones that I've met, they hated George Bush the last george bush uh and that's one of the reasons they voted for trump is because they saw george bush was just like bill clinton was just like obama was just like the george bush before that they saw all those people as the same that's why they voted for trump not because Mm. of whatever this or that they hated george bush just as much as any left-wing person hated george bush when he was in the war you know what i mean so that's uh, i think the difference that People want to keep this left-right paradigm, but there is definitely this wraparound that's happening where they're the two sides are connecting and they don't even realize it. They're fighting with each other about the same things. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Then Hillary Clinton
0: comes says like Europe must be immigration to stop right wing
1: populists. Right. Speaking what? of immigration and right wing populism, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Europe must get a handle on immigration to combat its growing threat from right-wing populism, Hillary Clinton said. Calling on the continent's leaders to send out a stronger signal showing they're not going to be able to continue to provide refugees with support. Wow. What? (laughs) Okay. Uh, She says, I think Europe needs to get a handle on migration because that is what lit the flame, Clinton said. Uh, Speaking as a part of a series of interviews with senior centrist political figures uh, about the rise of populism in Europe and and the Americas. She says, I admire the very generous and compassionate approach that were taken particularly by leaders like Angela Merkel, but I think it's fair to say that Europe has done its part and must send a very clear clear message. We are not going to be able to continue providing refugee uh, and support Because, oh, refuge and support, because if we don't deal with the migration issue, it will continue to roil the body politic. So, is she calling for a wall in Europe? (laughs) (laughs) Is this Hillary Clinton saying build the European wall?
0: (laughs) The European wall. Yeah, it seems like it. Where to put that wall, though? Around Russia, it seems.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I, I mean, uh, well, Let, I yeah. guess around Syria is where they're probably thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. around like I some, ra- some... I would rather
0: have it around Russia right now, to be honest.
1: She's probably thinking maybe like all the way across the top of the continent of Africa is probably what Hillary Clinton's <laughs> thinking. <laughs> no, she doesn't really call for a wall, but she has actually said stuff about... Building a wall here in the past. If you go look up Hillary Clinton and yes. The, yes. <laughs> talking about uh, a a border uh, fence of some type or something, she says. Uh, but yeah, she's but yeah. talking about it as if uh, the, it, the 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 solution of the reason why we have Brexit, the reason why we have uh, right wing populism is because of migration. That's what she's yeah. saying. The problem is.
0: Uh, Brexit, described that by Hillary as the biggest act of national economic self-harm in modern history, it was largely about immigration, she said.
1: So... Right, because yeah. if you voted for Brexit, you're racist. Remember we just said that in the last article? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except Hillary Clinton that this... is the one that's against, she wants to stop migration of refugees. Hmm. Maybe if the Amer- if America stopped bombing those countries, we wouldn't have as many refugees. <laughs> it's a weird idea.
0: No, no, look, don't say that. That would be silly. Stop doing that. No, no, but it it, it, it goes together. Like I I I I agree with her on uh, one point that uh, if you let. Let's say we had open borders in Norway. It's really difficult to get into Norway. Actually, sure. To get to work in Norway, it's super fucking hard. Okay. Uh, and uh, and uh, uh, getting referee status in in Norway is difficult. But let's say we had open borders and everybody could come here. With that, with that. Um, mean that a decline in quality of uh social healthcare and things like that. I don't think so. Because I think we would have the ability to adapt. I of course there's there is a difference between uh, how many million is it in Norway now? Uh, Eight point six million people and sixteen billion people. I understand that as well, but I don't. I don't. I don't think immigration is is uh, the reason why you have a right wing movement in in Europe. To be honest, I think that's a little too easy to say. Because I don't even it, get the connection. You,
1: I don't even get the connection yeah. like what is she what is she trying yeah. to say that because a guy like came out of his house one day and there was some uh, migrants walking down the street some people from another country he saw them and went that's it I'm no longer left wing I'm now uh, I love Trump and I love I, uh, I'm totally a Tory I'm no longer going to be on that side of things because I saw a migrant walking down the street is that her connection I don't understand where she, what the connection is that migrants yeah. come here and it turns people right-wing. You know what I mean? It, it, that doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. No, it's weird. It's as equivalent Talking to about- me as the Teletubbies turning kids gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talking
0: about Russia, they promised that they will check with, uh, whatever the, the U.S. moon landing really happened. or not. Because they're going up there.
1: Apparently, yeah, the uh, says the head of Russia's National Space Agency has proposed a mission to the moon to verify whether the American moon landings actually took place, which we've discussed yeah. quite a bit on this show before in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he appeared to be joking uh, as he smirked and shrugged. <laughs> in, in a video of their interaction, uh, Mr. Rogozin uh Uh, the head of the Russia's national space, said we have to set the objective to fly and verify whether they've been there or not. Uh, Mm And it says NASA's well-documented official manned missions to the surface of the moon, beginning with Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin have been dodged with conspiracy theories. Uh, In 2015, Russian investigation committee called for an investigation into the NASA moon landings, so, Fro, if they go up there and come back and say we didn't find anything, any evidence of any anybody ever being here, uh, are you going to believe them? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> Will it just create more
0: conspiracy theories? You know what I mean? Oh, that would be so fun if they came back with proof that you've never been on the moon.
1: Right, uh, and then my other question is, the people who say we can't go to the moon, and that's the reason we've never been, if they go up there and say we've never been to the moon, how do they believe that the Russians had gotten to the moon if they believe right. that nobody can get to the moon? It's like... <laughs> it's like, yeah, Russia goes to the moon and like, yeah, we
0: promised, we've been there. We've we, we been there. We've been there. We have so many proofs.
1: Just look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... That flag isn't waving, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh,
0: but yeah, I love how Russia is going to help it help us.
1: I honestly hope they do come back and say they didn't find anything. Just for the conspiracy theories, it'll be great.
0: So, uh, can you tell me about this doom trip, American made.
1: Remote islands. Right, pretty big news. Was this big news there or only in America? No, only in America. Okay, uh, I know it was big news in India as well. Uh, I saw it on BBC, I think, as well. So Authorities say on Thursday uh, a doom trip taken by an American man who was killed by an isolated tribe in the Andaman Islands was a misplaced and misdirected adventure. That's what they're calling it. Uh, John Chow, 27, was killed by the indigenous tribe earlier this month. Uh, seven local fishermen took him to the island November fourteenth and all have been arrested. They claim they returned three days later and saw his body being buried on the shore. uh they call it at least in this article they call it a misplaced misdirected adventure, but this guy was a Christian missionary fro yeah, and he was trying to convert these uh these tribesmen to tri- tribe tribes people, I guess. And they killed him. Yeah. I I can understand why. Uh I guess so. I'm I just what was this guy thinking? Was this guy thinking at all? Did he think he could just walk in there with a Bible and go, hey guys, accept God, and they weren't gonna like they were just gonna be like, yeah, okay, cool. What did he think was gonna onward, happen?
0: Onward Christian soldiers marching uh as- to war with the word of Jesus going on before. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's in the Psalms, you know. Look. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just um, a story about how to be stupid.
1: It says that... it's so it
0: ludicrously that, stupid.
1: It says that they were the... Uh, they are the most isolated tribe in the world. They live completely isolated on the island and they have always historically fired arrows at anybody who's tried to land a boat on the island or even get near them. So this guy, if he knew anything would have known that they, even if a boat comes near the island, they shoot arrows at it. So he went there and tried to convince them the God was real. That was never going to turn out. Well, I guess is the the moral of this story. And
0: in, in the book of Mormon, the musical, uh, they shoved the Book of Mormon up uh, one of the missionaries' ass.
1: Uh, what? How? Is that even possible? That's not possible. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I didn't know Say. The Rock was uh, a Mormon, but all right.
0: <laughs> uh, so, we're going to do some social media. Uh, because violence against police is glorified by filming for social media, says uh, top officer. Violence against police is being glorified by people uploading images of attacks on officers on social media. One of uh, Britain's top uh, police chiefs warned yesterday. Andy Rhodes, uh, one of the national police chief uh, guard consuls, said the filming such attacks was sickening that was becoming the norm in church by the wide ownership of
1: iPhones and social media he says people now seem obsessed with capturing footage to get them hits on youtube he says uh, mm-hmm. bl- You know, because YouTube totally just lets violence up there and get hits and get you ad revenue. So, I think there is something more sinister. Some of these people are actually glorifying some attacks on emergency service workers and police officers. It's almost like this man has never,
0: ever checked YouTube in his entire fucking life. Or ever been on
1: any kind of computer ever on the internet. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. This is clearly a bullshit propaganda piece to try to yes say, hey stop filming police officers <laughs> yeah. cuz you know so I, there is definitely an occasion and they show a video here of like a guy uh doing a karate kick onto a police officer if you click mm-hmm. i don't there's a video you can click there but um that more than likely, the reason people are videotaping police officers is for not only the police officer's safety, but the safety of the person that's being arrested. And this person is saying that the reason people videotape people is because they want to get hits on YouTube from uh, violence against police officers and emergency service workers. Not that they're trying to, you know, um, have have it documented if a police officer, you know, I don't know, chokes a guy out for selling Loose cigarettes, like we've seen in the past.
0: Like someone says in the comments there, translation, we don't want uh, to be recorded by civilians when we're abusing
1: our power. Exactly. And, I mean... More or less. That's more or less what this all is. uh, And they're trying to use this guise of... uh, Social media is evil, which is definitely becoming a thing that they're that's trying to be pushed more and more. Like they've definitely demonized Facebook to the point that people don't even want to like go there, especially younger people, because it's become mm. demonized as like Facebook is evil. That's where the Russians uh, uh, get a hold of your brain to make you vote for Trump. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't see yeah. social media as, for... as evil as get... other people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get you to vote for Trump and hates. Uh... Uh, Star Wars, because... Right, yeah, because Star mm-hmm. Wars was great, except you were on Facebook and now you hate it, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, and memes memes are evil and will uh, make you vote for Trump as well. Bernie memes, where he's gay and shirtless, that will make you vote for Trump. Also, memes are so evil you have to create Article 13 as well, so, yeah. Mm-hmm, oh yeah.
0: Talking about uh, police, uh, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm happy they exist. Uh, this is one of the things that I actually agree that they should be allowed to do, speeding, because that could be kind of, yeah, if everybody speeds, uh, there would be more people killed.
1: I think you would agree with that, wouldn't you? Uh, Yeah, I do have one question about the story, but you get into it and I'll ask you the question after we talk about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Young German speeder loses his license in 49 minutes. (laughs) An 18-year-old in Heimer, Germany, managed to earn and lose his driver's license over the course of less than an hour. He sexually obtained a license on... Tuesday and celebrated, uh, how else? By going for a drive at nearly twice the legal speed limit. Jesus Christ. So just 49 and nine minutes after he's earned his license, a laser gun clocked him at 95 miles or uh, by, by hour in 50 zone. That's nearly 60 miles per hour in the 32 miles area. Right, so So here's
1: my question. This is Germany, right? Is this kid an idiot? Why didn't he just go to the Autobahn? There's no speed limits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It even says here, while Germany is famous for not having legal speed limits on most sections of its highways, police are strict in enforcing speed regulations in populated areas. So this kid was just yep. a moron. He could have gone and done this and not gotten in any trouble if he did it in the correct place.
0: That is correct. He's uh,
1: an amazing moron. I mean, he's a young kid. You can't really, you know, get super mad at him, but... No. I'm guessing he's gonna. T- it's going to take a while for him to get his license back, so
0: but i mean gone in a 60 seconds means it's a movie it's not a <laughs> requirements
1: <laughs> right <laughs> uh, actually one story we missed that you kind of jumped over but we'll just talk about it real quick french police fire tear gas and yeah. water cannons at thousands of protesters in paris so that happened this week in paris it was called the yellow jacket demonstration demonstrators uh, there were let's see it says 8,000 protesters. Uh, oh, nearly 106,000 protesters with 130 arrests nationwide. Uh, I had seen there were 1,200 separate protests within the country, bro. 1,200 separate demonstrations. It's insane. And this was all about um, they're raising gas prices, and people were not happy about it. So.
0: Uh, Charlie Brown cartoon, we all known him, of course. Uh, it's labeled a racist over the section of Thanksgiving dinner. Um, have you seen this?
1: I've, yeah, I've seen Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving many times. I didn't see it this year, but I've seen it many times in the past. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, I, it, it I says it see here, it. It, uh, it, or, it special dating back to 1973. So it's been yeah. aired since 1973 on and off, obviously, but yeah. This
0: episode, uh, features, uh, the cartoon's only black character, Franklin sitting in a lawn chair on one of the sides of the festive dinner table. The five white characters and Snoopy, the dog sit on uh, different sides in what to be, be a, to appear as uh, to be dining seats. Why is Franklin uh, in Charlie Brown Thanksgiving sitting all by himself at the table asked one Twitter user. Man, things uh, that I did not notice as a child. The outrage came after a special which shown every year in the US uh, aired on ABC on Wednesday. Not watching Charlie Brown Thanksgiving anymore until they sit Uh, Some people are on the same uh, side of the uh, table as Franklin, and others predict we did.
1: So this this guy wants them to reanimate Charlie Brown Thanksgiving for for his own needs?
0: (laughs) Oh, so fucking stupid.
1: It says they give our friend a busted chair and won't even sit on the insane side of the table. More proof that Charlie Brown and her cohorts are RACIST, in all caps. Uh their cartoons, number one. Um they're not real people. Uh and it was made in nineteen seventy three and has been, like they said, aired on TV every single year since nineteen seventy three, yeah. and this is the first time anybody's complained about it. Yeah. This is the you should... this is the world we're living in now, I guess. Is yeah. even things in the past that like have been around forever, if you see it in a new light, now it's racist and you have to change it.
0: We sad over that SpongeBob SquarePants creator died at 53 years old. You sad of that instead.
1: Uh, I Did mean, you know if that, we're Pedro? gonna go back and take out things that are racist out of uh, movies or TV shows or whatever, we need to get rid of the first or the the first technically the first three Star Wars movies that were made that had Jar Jar Binks because that's a straight up <laughs> racist character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Huckleberry Finn we need to destroy. Yeah, actually, they Seven. don't
1: allow that book in public schools in America, bro. Really? Because it, yeah, because it has racist language in it. The one guy's name his you know, the his friend that's a yes. black guy, his I name know. is go look what I his know. name is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. That's the reason it's not allowed in schools. Yeah. Wow. Oh. So we said last week that uh, oh Let's see if we
0: find some uh, Black sh- Friday shoppers this week. All right. And did we find some Black Friday shoppers this week?
1: I have not seen this. I just pulled it up, and I, like, played the first, like, two seconds just to make sure it wasn't, like, just a article from the news, and we were just going to get a talking head. But I know that we're going to get some fights here, so let's... Oh, I started it. Good. So go ahead and give me a countdown when you're ready, for. In three, two, one, Go. Okay, two ladies on the ground. Oh, in Walmart. And she got her in a triangle. <laughs> the one girl on the bottom had her in the guard, and she was actually had her in an MMA hold. Okay, now going to Oregon. Okay. Whoa! they're just throwing TVs now. How much is that TV gonna be worth after you throw it on the ground like that? We're just seeing like a... I don't know, what do you say, 50 people all fighting over TVs right now?
0: Something like that, yeah. They're dropping
1: it like it hot. <laughs> way, Why do you need... That lady has a cart and it's got like seven TVs in it. TV. <laughs> Jeez.
0: One for me, one for my sister, one for your sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I need a 36-inch flat screen in my bathroom for when I'm using a shower.
0: <laughs> uh, throne tells the truth this week. Uh, but we will move on. So, this week we had uh, the final of uh, Junior Eurovision. Um I sent you the winning song of uh, a a junior Eurovision. It was Poland that won uh, this year, and it was with the song, Uh, sorry that I'm trying to stall because I didn't have it in front of me for some reason. Okay. Uh, Anyone I want to be and her name was Roxana Vigo. So, uh, here's my question. Uh, what did you think about this
1: song? It was alright. It sounded a little bit... Uh, what, what's a good word for it? Um, it sounded like it wasn't written by her. It sounded like it was a little girl singing a song written by a 45-year-old woman. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than that, it was uh, alright. I mean... It, Hello. Uh Hello. I, I don't know. I just kind of got a Friday vibe off of it. You know, that kind of like mm. this girl maybe being taken advantage of for her talents kind of feeling. But I guess you're always going to get that with those kind of junior events. I'm sure you get the same thing with the, the Dancing with the Stars junior. It probably feels the same way right. as right. The Toddlers and Tiaras and everything else. Um, getting past that, the song was all right. I guess the choreography was pretty good. Uh, it was just a little generic for me, to be honest. Mm. I mean, uh, generic compared to other Eurovision songs, I guess is my point. Right. Because that's my next question. How do, does it
0: fit into Eurovision? Uh, I I I did not like this song. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I, I did not think it was good at all. I thought it was really generic and it sounded... It sounded... Like uh, something I have heard a thousand times before in Eurovision. So it, when it was on uh, Junior Eurovision, I'm I was surprised that it won because it uh, yes, it showcased maybe her voice, and I I think she won on her vo- voice, but not the song because her voice is really good. I sure. don't think the song is though.
1: I mean, there were definitely backing vocals being used when, at least the version I saw, because you sent me a version that was not available in my country, which happens on YouTube now more than more than you would think. Uh, Yes. And sometimes you can use your VPN to go around it, and sometimes you can't. It's very strange. But um, as far as this track goes, I mean, I can't. I don't want to go too hard on it. If if it was a twenty-five-year-old lady, I'd go harder on it, to be honest. But it's a little kid. I don't feel. I feel bad like being hard on it. So. Right uh would it uh, but
0: here's my real question would it re- go far in the real Eurovision
1: no absolutely not it wouldn't even make it to the finals no. probably no no
0: and that's 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 the the thing i i i thought about that would would if the same song were, would was sung by a grown up would it even qualify and i don't think it would i don't think it would even would be uh in the competition from poland Do you understand what i mean
1: right yeah okay. uh yeah i mean i would have to see the other songs which i did not i only saw the one song so no. i don't have a lot to compare and contrast here about so
0: what would you rate it though
1: i don't know a six nothing special six yeah i agree
0: but uh, we have some other news. Uh, follow-up uh, from the Satanic Temple uh, uh, we had that was suing uh, the Shilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, right, yeah. Over their... their uh, Statue, statues. yeah. Yes. So, uh, the, the Satanic Temple has uh, settled a copyright lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers uh, on the allegated uh, misuse of their goat-headed uh, the Baphomet. Baphomet, yeah, th- that's hard to say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the settlement uh, was uh, uh, amicable and resolves uh, the lawsuit. Uh, the financial terms of the settlement was disclosed. Aww. Oh, it was not disclosed. You mean, right? No, it was dis- not disclosed. Yeah. Okay. So we don't get. We don't. No, get that's pretty no.
1: standard. You it, when they settle out of court, you usually never hear about it. That's the whole idea is to like keep it under wraps, to keep it out of the press and everything. If they if they yeah. said if they put we gave them a hundred thousand dollars, that would be all over the news. But when you keep it, you know what I mean. So it's a, just a it's a PR move, pretty standard actually. So not surprised, but. I wonder how much they got, and if that's going to turn into maybe a giant protest. You know, they can fund a huge protest uh, on the Alabama state capitol with a whole bunch of money if they got it from Netflix, you know what I mean?
0: Uh, Bruce Lederman, a lawyer from the the plaintiff, said in an email, My client will be getting proper uh, copyright credit on episodes of The Shilling Adventures of Sabrina, which have already been filmed. The remainder of the settlement subject is confidentially agreement. So they will actually get copyrights on it. That's funny.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, um, if they went to court and they have proof, uh, they clearly have proof that they made it first. So they have copyright claim because they have proof that they designed it first. So, yeah, definitely makes sense. Uh, we have an email address. If you want to send us an email, another digital citizen at gmail.com. And we got a Facebook page. If you want to go there, you can check out our Facebook. Uh, just random stuff up there, I know. Uh, we There's some articles about different things. I definitely posted up uh, some memes and some songs. Um, what else? Uh, what's next? Oh, Manifest. 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 Which we yeah, found we have out. Manifest, this is news. the fall... I guess they call it the fall finale, which means they're yeah. on hiatus for, you know, the holidays, for uh, Christmas and New Year's. So for the next five weeks, there's no Manifest.
0: Woohoo! I mean, uh, oh, I'm so sad. Oh,
1: no. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's, oh, it, it, no. it sounded like what you meant. What I'm <laughs> seeing, Fro, is Manifest returns Monday, January 7th. So, uh, oh. that's January 7th is when it's coming back.
0: But that means that we have nothing to cover. Oh,
1: Right. Instance. I guess maybe we do have something to cover, but let's talk about that what? after we do the review. Uh, actually, I found uh, a funny little review of Manifest from somebody in the New York Times, Throw New York Times okay. Migrant Lions commented, "Manifest Manifest has a frustrating lack of propulsion, a central dullness whose force field is so strong it bends all the interesting parts towards itself. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: what is this episode of Manvest all about?
1: Uh, When Ben and Michaela put everything on the line to save other missing passengers, the mission goes horribly uh, awry and not everyone makes it out alive. The devastating result pushes Ben and Grace to the traumatic brink while pulling Michaela and Jared dangerously close together.
0: Yeah, this was definitely the most action-packed episode, I would say. Uh, this is my favorite episode of the season
1: so far. Uh, um, by far. Mm, I would say this is my second favorite. I think the one where we initially found out about the secret laboratory, I think that was a better episode than this. Right. I don't. Uh, but I, We'll I, get into I, it. I
0: really, yeah, I really liked it. I, I think it well, was... It started out strong and, and got got uh, stronger and stronger. But, uh, yeah, we'll get into it.
1: Well, the one part I really disliked about this was the breakup scene. It was yeah. way too long. It was not interesting. The dialogue was terrible. No. I don't understand what what this lady's fucking problem is. Like, you're no. supposed to feel bad for her as well as him, but I just hate her. Yeah, no. I think she's a horrible person. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. just me. Uh, No, I totally agree. That whole scene really, really was bad. And then he told his wife about the callings in this scene. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she's going to die.
1: Well, (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. Vance died right after they told him about the callings, right? He gets crushed in the cave or whatever. And then... Yeah. uh, But Jared doesn't die because their explanation is because she went and Asked the Callings not uh, to kill him. So all you gotta app, do is just yeah. say, hey, don't kill my friend, and then... Yeah. But th- the thing is, when would the vi- have they had a chance to say to the Callings, hey, don't kill Vance? Because he got crushed yeah, in a tunnel. <laughs> well, at what I point, know. he wasn't sitting in a hospital bed, and... and I don't know, that part was stupid. And then the part that really bothered me, the part that I was like, god, this is so stupid, was when they finally find the patients, Fro, and they go in mm-hmm. and... They're like, we gotta disconnect them! And the lady, the doctor lady, runs up to the panel to try to, like, shut it off, and I'm thinking, just take the things off their heads! Just pull the things (laughs) off their heads! And she goes to the panel, and the panel shocks her, and she flies off, and the guy's being shocked, so he can't do anything, and I'm just thinking, pull the things off their heads! And they finally, oh, we could pull the things off their heads! And I'm like, ah! (laughs) And so they start pulling the things off their heads, but... Instead of pulling all the things off all their heads and then helping the people, they pull them off, help them one at a time, so the other people are just sitting there while they're helping the other people, being shocked. I'm like, oh my god, you're such idiots!
0: (laughs) No, I totally agree. Uh, I think my favorite part of this episode is the ending, where we find out about spying. I think
1: that's my oh, favorite right. part of that's it. That's the cliffhanger of this uh, episode yes. is, like, we find out that, well, I'm not really sure if it's that, is, is she, was she, ac- this was a, a lady who was actually on the plane, right? And right. they turned her into a double agent, basically. Right. Um, but she was being shocked. So m- my question is, did they use the shocking to kind of control her brain? And that's how she's being yeah. controlled? Uh, or is she turning just because she was a bad guy before she got on the plane you know what i mean right In there's the is another plane, possibility yeah. but yeah th- that's the cliffhanger is that one of the passengers that they they think is like on their side it turns out to be a double agent again with the company the singularity project right yeah the singularity project that's an interesting name we covered the singularity on the show well really long time ago yeah, yeah. we did no, I, 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 I just like this
0: episode. It was uh, action-filled. Uh, I think it was uh, one of those episodes. And I, I I, really liked the hospital scene. was really good. I, I totally agree with you that she's being a massive, big thing that begins with C. And,
1: and it Goodbye. just does... It, it seems really irrational and, and like... It takes you out of the other really interesting yeah. parts of the story. I mean, it's yeah. that part's there because they're trying to get every demographic from you know, uh, male to female, oh, from yeah. two year old to sixty five year old. They want try every. They need to like put a character in to try to entice every demographic, and it uh, it makes it at points feel like the show is trying to be too many things.
0: Yeah. Uh, especially when she's acting uh, as the worst human being ever. <laughs> it's like she's 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 actively. I I, I never liked her uh, w- when he comes back, and I think like when when he goes, like he's really trying to sacrifice himself for the family, and she goes like, "Yeah, I would like you to do that," <laughs> not like. No, don't go. I love you. It's more like, yeah, you should go. <laughs> Fuck you, man.
1: <laughs> and you know that that because this breakup <laughs> happened, it means that we're going to get tons more of the yes. boyfriend slash stepdad who is the worst actor yes. in the whole show. <laughs> yes.
0: Sadly. But yeah, no.
1: I. But yeah, I like you it. say best episode yet. I say second best episode. I'm going to yeah. give it a... I'm going to give it an eight. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And we are going to continue watching the show after the five weeks are over, but for the next five weeks, me and Fro Fro decide to cover a Polish Netflix show. What? A Polish Netflix show? Right. It comes out this Friday, so November 30th. It's called 1983 uh there are 8 episodes so we're going to have to double up episodes if we're going to fill it into the five fit it into the five weeks but it says here mm-hmm. series is set in 2003 20 years after a terrorist attack took place took place in Poland in 1983 uh the attack altered the course of history the events led to the demolition of the iron curtain oh the d- led to the demolition of uh, of the iron Curtain curtain never taking place consequently the cold war never ended Um, and we're going to it says uh, uh, our main characters find out about a conspiracy that can potentially start a revolution so that sounds interesting yeah we had the show's choice between
0: this and uh, GR Martin show so yeah I guess this is going to be interesting
1: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, the premise sounds interesting. It could be either really boring or it could be really exciting. We'll see what happens.
0: Uh, I have watched so many movies this week that you will not believe me when we come to the movie round. Oh, okay. I have actually watched one single thing on TV this week, and I finished uh, The Haunting on Hill House uh, with my dad.
1: Oh, see, I know you saw something else that I counted as TV, but you're counting it as movies, huh? Because it's movie yes. TV. And people now yeah. probably already know what we're talking about. So do you, should I save yes. it for movies, or do we want to just do that in TV, and then you can do other movies in movie round? Because I was going to cover this. Yes. Let's... Okay.
0: Okay, let's do it for the TV round, yes. But yeah, uh, Hunting on Hill House with my dad. Um, right. The reason why I bring it up is because my dad calls it... The best
1: Netflix show he has ever seen. That's okay, something. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been. That's. I've heard a lot of people say it's one of the best shows of the year. So I need to see it before the end of December when we do our best of or top of the year top five of the year because it's so close now. I didn't even realize how close it was.
0: How how little did you know it was so
1: close? Look? I forgot to schedule it when I was redoing the schedule. <laughs> well, I, you know when I do the schedule, it's just automatic. I, I know I like get in right. a mode where I'm like, okay, fill the schedule in. These are, I know where everything is because we have a list of topics we're gonna do and everything, and I had f- find the movies that are gonna be coming out and this and that. But uh, that was de- it's the one time a year every, it changes up the way I do things. So. Uh, but yeah, it's that's exciting, though. We're going to do top five best and worst TV, top five best and worst movies at the end of the year. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll watch Haunting of Hill House this week. The thing I did see on Netflix, which I know Fro saw, but I don't know if you saw all of it, was Mystery Science Reader 3000.
0: That's what I'm counting as my six movies that I've seen this week. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So we'll it's get – if you didn't see any other movies, because I saw some other movies, we'll get into kind of the, oh. de- the detailed description of each movie in the movie round. But overall, sure. season 12 compared to other seasons, I like this better than last season. I thought this was yeah. a better season than last season. This was so much more funny. I don't know what it was. But I th- it was I th- so much more funny. I think they were more in the groove of it. Like they didn't quite, ha- they didn't um, mesh as like quite yet in the first season, and now they've kind of worked out the kinks, and the jokes feel more um, natural, and they're they're more. Um, uh, I don't want to say topical, but uh, more on the ball as far as like cultural references and things like that not they right. didn't last season it felt like they were trying to be too uh, blatantly nerdy to try to uh, appeal to a nerd nerd crowd you know right. what i mean and right. this time it felt like oh we're just going to make good jokes so i don't know that's how right. i felt what about you
0: no i totally agree with all, all that you said um i think also the picks of the movies were better uh, kind of because Spoiler alert, I have actually watched two of the movies that I had
1: done. Oh, really?
0: I'd never seen any
1: of them. You'd never seen Mac and Me? Really? No, I don't think so. I'd never. No.
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, Mac and Me I saw on. Actually, on my
1: birthday party when I was a child. (laughs) That's. that, (laughs) That would be terrifying as a child. And
0: uh, we rented it on VHS, and mm, right. I, I, I still remember this story. So we had a pizza party, and uh, on the side of the pizza party thingy, it was a video store, and we rented a VHS player and a v- VHS because you could actually rent a VHS.
1: Oh yeah, I remember doing it. My parents rented VHS oh, yeah, back we... in the day. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have
0: our own VHS player, so we rented Mac and Me. And my dad and my mom, still to this day, said that was the first movie I went to my dad and mom said, that was a shit movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's...
1: Uh, uh, what other movies were there? Uh, let's do it in the movie round, I guess. Uh, I got... It. Okay. Just uh, a couple. I didn't. Uh, that was all I saw, like TV wise, because that took up hours and hours and hours. Besides watching yeah. Grace Under Fire, which I'm still watching, which I think is hilarious. I, there, I, this got to be an inside joke. But she works at uh, as at an oil refinery, fro. That's her job. And the mm-hmm. name of the oil refinery, fro, CBD oil. Okay. Like the marijuana <laughs> oil. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's got to be an inside joke. And then I looked it up, and the producer is, I think, one of the guys that did Weeds as well. So I don't know. There might be a connection ah. there. Uh, but I thought it was funny because nobody would have got that joke in the 90s when it was originally on. So the guy who made yeah. it was probably just laughing his ass off like, oh, CBD oil refinery. It's so funny. Um, And then the last thing, Celebrity Big Brother is back, bro. Oh, January 21st. Kidding. Celebrity Big Brother US is back. <laughs> oh, I have not seen this. Yep, Celebrity Big Brother coming back January 21st. And hopefully we will get real Celebrity Big Brother back eventually, but who knows? Uh is there a list of the celebrities yet? No, they usually don't come out till the week of, you know what I mean? Okay.
0: Well, we are going to have another digital citizen's best ice cream flavor ever tournament. Uh, I've decided, since I'm not American, uh, that uh, I'm going to let Luke uh, describe uh, the ice cream flavors.
1: Sure, I guess. I mean, I think most people will know exactly what these are, but hopefully. Yeah. Um, I, the pro, I The one thing is, I feel like I already have a winner in my head, but we'll see if it even gets to the second round, you know what I mean? We will see. Do you think you already have a winner in your head? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. That's good to know. All right. <laughs> so what's round one, uh, Fro? It's uh, Rocky Road against B and J Ben, ben & Jerry's Fish Food. Right. It wouldn't fit in the bracket if I wrote out Ben & Jerry. So right. Ben & Jerry's Fish Food, Ice Cream, uh, and Rocky Road. Rocky Road, of course, what, marshmallows, nuts, chocolate, Right. And uh, fish food is like little chocolate candy fish with marshmallow swirled with uh, chocolate. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually, these are kind of similar uh, in a way because they both have mar- marshmallow and they both have like a little crunchy thing in there. Um, right. Why don't you go first?
0: Uh, I'm going to vote for Ben and Jerry's fish food. It is uh one of my favorite is ice creams. I uh, I could eat tons and tons of it. I just love the taste of it. I li- I like there's a little crunch. I love how I can find like small fishes in it and I also like like that it has this kind of marshmallow thing in it. It's just amazing.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, 100%. I think that fish food is basically just, like, updated Rocky Road. Like, Rocky Road right. is like the 1970s version of fish food. <laughs> right.
0: Then we have uh, salted caramel against mocha.
1: Uh, salted caramel is just vanilla ice cream uh, usually mixed with a salted caramel, so a caramel that uh, I guess has been salted I actually don't know what it's salt. what is salted caramel <laughs> I yeah, guess it's really caramel good. with salt right yeah Yeah. and then mocha is co- of course just basically coffee ice cream so it's coffee flavored ice cream yeah uh, I'm going to let you go first alright I'm going to go salted caramel I'm not a huge okay. coffee flavor fan like when I have coffee I- I'll put a lot of milk in it you know what I mean right
0: I'm going to go Mocha. I'm not a big fan of Salted Caramel, to be honest. I think it's a little boring.
1: Mm, okay, um, so we have a battle here. All right. Yes. So yes, now um, now we go to kind of the – what I think the way we do this is we go to kind of the Big Brother explanation of – like you. the Big Brother goes, you have to give me an explanation as to why you voted him out. So give me an explanation as to why you voted out Salted Caramel.
0: Well – uh, I think I voted uh, out that because I find it a little boring. I, I mean, it's it's vanilla with caramel. It's nothing more. Where ever where mo- mo- mocha is actually more flavorful.
1: Okay, and I guess m- for me, coffee is not the best tasting thing. I think s- some people like the flavor of coffee more, uh, and I. But I think people. Prefer would I think everybody likes the flavor of caramel, but it's sounding like you don't like the flavor of caramel. So no, not a big fan. Hmm. Mm. Uh, we've come to a, 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 a impasse here. Let's let's think. How do we do this? Um. We we have to agree, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, let's see I... uh, if so. If there was vanilla sitting there. And there was salted right. caramel. Would you go for the salted caramel or the vanilla? Uh, the salted caramel. Uh, okay, because if it was the same, I would probably go for the mocha. Hmm. Oh, uh, that didn't work. Um, because <laughs> that could have been a, a good determining factor. <laughs> what do you think
0: is most popular,
1: though? Uh, where I live, probably salted yeah. caramel. But, uh, yeah, maybe mocha. Uh, that's hard. I feel like people Which flavor is more popular do I you? don't think people a lot of people like uh coffee I- flavored ice cream. I don't know, maybe they do.
0: Is it only is it only me that likes coffee flavored things? I, I love coffee flavored things, like cake for example. I know there's a lot of people
1: I, that do, yeah. I it uh, just tiramatsu, tiramatsu, my favorite desserts. Oh yeah, I don't like it either. That's weird. But a lot of people yeah. like tiramisu and I don't like it. So maybe this is just a me thing and maybe more people like coffee flavored things than I, and it's just a me <laughs> thing. So I'm going to go and agree with you and maybe okay. just go with that uh, because maybe I'm being biased because I don't like cl- coffee flavor. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, It sounds like you like have- caramel. You just don't like salted caramel because it's boring. So maybe I'm just being biased. It's boring. It's it is like I don't mind it. It's like like I wouldn't
0: go out of my way not to eat it. But it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we have chocolate peanut butter against cookie dough. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going chocolate peanut butter for sure. But uh, do you want to explain? Oh, right. It chocolate peanut butter is chocolate ice cream with peanut butter. <laughs> and cookie dough is vanilla ice cream with cookie dough. <laughs> like,
2: I want <love> cookie dough!
0: <laughs> but I agree with you.
1: Cookie dough for the win. Oh, no, I said chocolate peanut butter. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think I'm going to... uh, The reason why I voted (laughs) for chocolate peanut butter to go out is uh, really the peanut butter part of it. Where cookie dough is maybe less flavorful, I will give you that.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: But but it is... uh, it's, uh, it's actually a bad choice um because I, I don't <laughs> I can't
1: them. you don't like either of them uh, okay I, had... I think no okay oh. well for me I chose or I got rid of cookie dough because like you said it's less flavorful and I think uh, chocolate peanut butter is a classic pairing of chocolate and peanut butter those are two things you can't that can't yeah. go wrong together.
0: No, I totally agree with that. Uh, I will buy that argument and go with chocolate peanut butter. Okay. (laughs) Then we have uh, cookies and cream uh, against Ben & Jerry's peanut butter cup. And what is uh, cookies and cream and...
1: uh, Cookies and cream is basically Oreo ice cream, is what it is. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stuff uh, And then Ben and Jerry's peanut butter cup is Reese's Pieces broken up into little chunks and then put into vanilla ice cream. Uh, and made by Ben and Jerry specifically, I guess, is what we're going with. So I guess uh, it's definitely your turn to go first this time. I will go with cookies and cream. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah. This is a hard one for me cuz I the it's not cuz I, I don't, don't like either of them it's cuz I no. like both of them a lot.
0: Um me too. Me too. I actually really like both of them. But if I had cookies and cream and ben and & jerry's spinach buttercup like on the same shelf. Right. And they cost the costs the <laughs> same, I would go for cookies and cream cuz I'm so
1: fuck, I'm so in love with with uh, um, you know, it's hard for me here because this... I think cookies and cream varies depending on brand a lot. Because some cookies and oh, cream yeah. can be really thin, and some can have big oh, chunks yeah. of cookie. If it's got the big chunks of yeah. cookie in it, like uh, yeah. a McFlurry from McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, McFlurry, I love McFlurry. Then, Which is basically cookies and cream. Um, yeah. I would say yes, but if it's one of those thin ones, then I'd say no. But I'm gonna we're gonna stay at the high end and I'll agree with you and go with cookies and cream as long as I'm putting on it that it's gotta have big chunks of cookie. I totally
0: agree with you. That okay. has
1: to be that has to be uh a, a
0: yes in it. Because I mean I Cookies and cream without any cookies in it, and it is fucking vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: what's what's the uh, the point of it then? I know it's like uh, the cream part is just ice cream, uh, uh, right? right. Uh, then we have uh, Beninger's fish
0: food against Mocha. This is really easy for me.
1: Uh, me as well. I would definitely go fish food. Yep, me too. Okay. I'm
0: not going to even argue about it because it's it's
1: so clear. Yeah, that's a one-sided battle right there for sure. <laughs> yeah. The next one's a little harder for me for sure. This is definitely harder because. Uh
0: oh, chocolate peanut butter against cookies and cream. You go first.
1: Hmm. Um I'm gonna go. I'm going to go chocolate peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're agreeing. All right.
0: Yeah. I think that's... uh, I mean... It is so classic. It's
1: like salt and and chocolate together. It's so... Mm. Right. And chocolate and peanut butter and the creaminess with the creaminess. And yeah. And... At least the chocolate peanut butter I get, the peanut butter freezes, so it's like hard chunks of peanut butter in there. That's really good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The soft ones are not
1: good. Um, then we have fish
0: food against chocolate peanut butter. Uh, this is easy for me. Okay,
1: go ahead. I'm going to go with fish food. This is not as easy for me because I think I want to go chocolate peanut butter. Really? I think if it was on the shelf and they were the same price, I would go with chocolate peanut butter.
0: The only thing, the only argument against it, and the reason why I would pick it out, is uh, that sometimes uh, the peanut butter isn't uh, chunky enough. It's uh, sometimes really creamy.
1: Like swirled
0: in there, right. Yeah, yeah. And and with fish food, uh, you get the same thing every time. Every oh, that time. is that's
1: a good argument. My argument <laughs> against fish food was going to be it's it's too complicated. There's too much, too many things going on. Where chocolate peanut butter is a little more simple, it's a little more classic. It uh, fish food if you had bun, if you had tubs and tubs tubs of it, I think you'd get tired of the, how complicated it is. Where chocolate peanut butter, I think you could. You could eat more of it over a period of time, and you wouldn't get sick of it as quickly. That would be my argument, but what do you think? But it, but it is the complicated thing that makes it uh,
0: fish food. I mean, I wouldn't have it on the list if it wasn't complicated. That's what, one of the things I like about fish food is sure. that it's so many different things.
1: So much stuff it's happening, such- Right, right.
0: It's not just chocolate or and peanut butter. it is, it is it is, uh, it is fish uh, like uh, uh, chocolate fish. There's vanilla in it. It is uh, uh, marshmallows and, and and like the swirl of this together. it, it is the combination of things and the, the the topping of fish food is fucking amazing.
1: This really is a classic, like classic versus new school battle. It's old school versus new school happening here. Uh, But I guess I'll agree with you, Fro. uh, With fish food, Uh, your original argument I think was stronger than my original argument of it being too complicated. So I guess I just I gotta go with it because I like uh, fish food's definitely good. But I think personally, if I was gonna like I said, if one if they were both on the shelf at the same price. But I agree with you, as long wow. as it's chunky peanut butter, that is a really big, uh, big thing. Right. right. It's just like cookies and cream. If it, it can change brand to brand, so, yep. So what is our winner, from? It is Ben and Jerry's Fish Food is our winner. Right. Yeah, we got a little heated there over mocha, but it didn't really get that far <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs>
0: Uh, so whos was your favorite that you thought was going to win
1: uh peanut butter
0: chocolate that is so funny because you know what my favorite was was peanut
1: and Jerry's fish food oh my gosh and they went to the end together that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> do we have any know. like uh kind of what's well, a good uh what do we always call it uh extras that kind of didn't end up honorable in the tournament mentions. honorable mentions yeah. there
0: you go yes uh we have no sorbet here. I'm a little upset by that because i wanted i
1: wanted uh, mango sorbet in it right but i'd never had mango i've had raspberry sorbet i've had a bunch of different kinds of, uh, like uh but i've never had mango sorbet so we couldn't put it on there I, no i no, want
0: I, I i'm not a huge fan of uh, of raspberry so
1: Right, and I wanted uh, Rainbow Sherbert, which Fro had never had, yes. which no. is like, no, it's yes. Sherbert, but it's like orange Sherbert, uh, green Sherbert, all, all the different cover, colors of Sherbert swirled together, is what it is. Uh, I've, I've ever tasted the Sherbert in my entire life, I
0: have no clue what you're talking about.
1: Do they have blizzards from Dairy Queen in Norway? Probably not, huh? But they do have, no. it's basically a, like McFlurry. It's a McFlurry, oh, okay. but Dairy Queen did it way before the McFlurry ever existed. But uh, okay. they did have a version of McFlurry that I think was Nerd, right? Nerds? Nerds ice cream is amazing, Fro. Okay. Do you know what Nerds are? Nope. They're like these little balls of sour sugar. Uh, They're t- really, really tiny. Um, Like, I don't know, uh, the size of a grain of rice. So they're, But you get a box of oh. them and there's, you know... You know, 200 in in a little tiny, tiny box. But they mix these little sour balls of sugar into the vanilla ice cream. It's pretty amazing. Definitely Mm. honorable mention. Sounds Uh I could say some Norwegian
0: ice creams you have never heard of. But uh, I don't know how how interesting uh, that is. But uh, licorice ice cream. It's not on the list.
1: I really like licorice ice cream. Right, that that is not a thing in America. Is it black or red? Yeah. it's licorice. Black. That yeah, that sounds gross to me. I think most people in America mm. would say black licorice ice cream. That sounds nasty. Yum yum. Yum yum. It's really good. I mean, I will bring it. A lot of people. I will bring it, sorry. To,
0: to you when I make two million dollars and I can fly to. America. Right. Just
1: you can just send it to me in like uh, dry ice. It might get here and not. <laughs> yes uh yes. totally uh unfrozen um <laughs> uh, <laughs> we almost put what was a uh, uh mint chocolate chip but th- neither yes. of, one of us was like thought that that was our no. favorite in the world i think a lot of, some people no. really love that though some people really love mint chocolate chip i'm not
0: i'm i, I love after eight after eight is one of my favorite chocolates but it is good as a chocolate I'm not a big fan of mint in in ice cream because mint is trying to give you that ice like in the first place and then have it in ice cream is kind of making it double cold
1: mm okay yeah uh, one thing that definitely wouldn't accounted for this tournament but have you ever had snickers ice cream bars? Yes. Where it's like a Snickers I bar with ice it. cream? Oh my god, they're those are amazing. So good. Oh, oh, oh that's one of my You can't, favorites. those are something, they're so rich, you can only have like one every once in a while, because it's like it's incredibly it's so rich. Stuff. Yeah, they are very good.
0: So, Luke, we did a movie bet. Uh, let's remind the listeners that we bet on. I bet on that... Uh, uh, Ralph bre-
1: Breaks the Internet with win, and you bet on? Uh, right. Uh, f- Fantastic Beasts. What was it called? I can't even remember right now. I'm going back to the chat. <laughs> the Something of Grendeldor or something. Oh, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Right. Yeah, well, some, something like that. Yes. We definitely uh, care about Harry Potter here at Another Digital Citizen. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> we care so much about this movie that we don't even remember it so uh a little like uh, uh, fact thing uh you had one week more than me uh opening uh we were pretty close
1: yeah i think that's what we're gonna go by from now on is the opening weekend yeah. so for the next week or next week we're gonna pick our our movies for next month but we're just gonna go by who makes the most in the opening weekend not by overall but let's go through the overalls on both these movies which one I guess we'll start with fantastic beasts because that came out first makes sense uh, so, far, uh, $440 million, $440 so far worldwide 440 million dollars 440 plus million dollars so far worldwide fro domestic 118 million opening weekend which is what we're going by 62 uh 0.16 million opening weekend uh for Fantastic Beasts then your movie uh so far worldwide 130,000 about 129.2 thousand uh million I mean not thousand uh domestic it did 87 million um opening weekend it did 56.2 million so Mine got 62.1, yours got 56.2, you know, we were five away from each other, but even if we're going by just the opening weekend, I still won the bet. Yes. So that means you get to pick next week's topic. Right, exactly, and I have not decided on what I was going to pick yet, because uh, I didn't actually know who won. Um... What is a good topic that we have down here? Um, I kind of want to cover alphas and betas. That whole concept? Okay. Does that sound like a concept we've never covered before? Have you ever heard of this, bro? Mm, I know what alpha and beta is, yeah. Right. They, people uh, claim that there are different types of people, and that there are alpha people, and that there are beta humans, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, maybe we should Mm -hmm. cover that. Yeah, that sounds like a good thing to cover, unless I change my mind by the end of the show. How's that sound?
0: (laughs) Yes. And uh, not next week. I, I... It's not next week, it's the week after that, isn't it?
1: Uh, yes. Next week we're doing something different, yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: Okay. Uh, but, uh... We have seen a lot of uh, uh, movies together without
1: knowing. I guess so, <laughs> six, yeah. Six movies. Yes. Six movies. Six episodes of Mystery Science Theater, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And it... Uh, I don't know. This is one of those things that's very strange. It's movie, but it's also TV. There's other things we've kind of done where it's like... Uh, like stand-up specials. You can either put it in movies right. or TV. There's just things like this that kind of exist in the world, and this is definitely one of those things that's not a movie, it's not TV, but I don't know. I guess I consider it more TV just because I remember watching it on the sci-fi and comedy central back in the day on actual TV. Right. Maybe that's why I kind of connected right. with TV more than movies. But, uh, yeah, do you have the list of them, of the movies that, were on, that they did? Uh, no, but I will bring that up. While you talk about uh, Mac and Me, because... I Mac and Me. Oh, one. right. About a little alien dude. Uh, the jokes are really funny in this one. It's about, like, this weird alien family that's, like, creepy, terrifying desert creatures who will give you nightmares. It's basically a ripoff of what? Uh, bah, 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 E.T., right? It's E.T. just, like, t- trying to steal E.T., yeah. Actually, I just changed my mind on what we're going to do in two weeks. Corporate Logo oh. Conspiracy. That's what we want to do. The sec- that okay. Corporate Logos are all these uh, secret symbols being used by an underground group to tr- to brainwash people. Corporate Logo Conspiracy. We'll do that in two weeks. Okay. Sounds uh, interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm hectically trying to get uh, through the correct uh, IMDb page and look into things.
1: I thought you were going to be totally ready for this, so I'll just go into my first movie, I guess. <laughs> first movie I saw... Well, I mean, we already kind of covered <laughs> Mystery Science Theater, right? So... Uh, first movie I saw this week was by the guys who do Workaholics, which I don't think Fro ever watched, but is pretty good. No. Um, it's called The Package. And it's about a man's package being cut off in the middle of the woods, and they have to get it to the hospital. Ouch. So he leaves uh, in in the helicopter to go to the hospital, and it it gets left behind, and they have to go, you know, hiking through the woods. It's kind of like a teen buddy comedy where they're trying to hike through the woods to get to the hospital to get get him his penis back. Uh, it's actually, for a stupid little buddy, like teen buddy comedy, it was had some pretty good jokes. I like the the uh, workaholic guys. They do some funny stuff. That, that show's funny. And uh, they're in the, the film as well. And their bits are hilarious. There are some funny bits in it, but it is very, I mean, it's about a guy who gets his penis cut off. It's very crude, uh, childish humor. So if you don't like that, you won't like it. But I thought it was funny because I like crude, childish humor. <laughs>
0: Uh, the second movie was Atlantic Rim. That was the uh, second movie. Right. That is uh, of course uh, a spin-off of at what 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 is the Pacific
1: original? Rim? Pacific Rim. <laughs> Just yes. a different ocean. Right. Um I never saw Pacific Rim. Was it about giant robots? Uh, yes. It okay. Was. I've seen Pacific Rim and
0: I also seen this. It's kind of funny because I watched two of the first movies they did for this show <laughs> before the show. And, funny enough, it has a 1.7 out of 10 on my IMDb look.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right, though. I mean, that movie was terrible.
0: <laughs> but so many funny jokes. I really like this. This is maybe my favorite episode of season two.
1: Oh, I don't know. You'll have to go through the rest of them and I'll tell you which one's my favorite at the end, I guess. Yeah, uh, the third one was Lords of the Deep. Uh, <laughs> right. C-Lab <laughs> 2020, the, like the li- live version. Right.
0: Yes, yes. Or uh, uh, it's kind of also uh, a spoof of, or not the spoof, but a ripoff of uh, The Abyss. Sure, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> this is really good. Uh, the uh, the fourth movie was the time the day time ended. Right.
1: Which had nothing to do with the title, which is very confusing. That that movie was one <laughs> of the most confusing ones. Like that one was actually hard to watch, even with the joke. It was so hard.
0: It was so hard to watch because it's it's ludicrously bad. That's, that's first of all, but it makes absolutely no fucking sense. I, it, it, it got a 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb look.
1: Right. I thought I was just, con- like, I thought I just missed something, what? but I realized partway through it that I I just had no clue what was going on and I just went with it. But <laughs> the one before that Lords of the Deep had the lady from Three's Company or the second, well, the second Christie, Christy who wasn't Christy. Uh, that that was the lady in that movie was on Three's Company, bro. Did you know? Did you realize that? Oh no, yeah. I didn't. Uh, the f- uh,
0: the fifth uh, one was uh, Killer Fish or Piranha. If you, <laughs> this is such a uh, bad. Uh, oh. The version of piranha mm-hmm. but killer fish yes uh i, I like the ending of it i always like it when people are trying to get uh, ahead of other people and they get like the driven by and it's like oh i got you oh i hope you didn't find that i took half of the thing that we stole A lot of double crossing. Right. A lot of. A lot of double crossing in
1: this. (laughs) Right. Every single thing is being double crossed all the time. Yeah. Uh, I barely remember that one. And what was the last one? Uh, Ator, the fighting eagle. Oh, right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, Ator. That battles against spiders, swordsmen, shadows, zombie warriors, and witches.
1: Which is just like He-Man rip-off, basically. Um, it, so He-Man. There, there was a time period where those kind of movies about those kind of things, like Willow and all that, was very popular, and I look back at it and go, who were these weird Renaissance fair people who all love these movies? I don't get it. Uh, the 70s were weird, I guess. But uh, I'm going to go with Lords of the Deep as my favorite one, I guess. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah other movies I watched this week uh, The Happy Time Mirrors uh, this gotten terrible reviews and we have spoken about it before uh-huh. this is the Melissa McCarthy movie with uh, uh, Jim Henson's actress. son right uh, uh, yes um, look I didn't mind this movie oh okay this is going to be a super shock for you that I didn't mind this movie. I thought it was um, a little like you explained about the other movie that you watched this week, that or, this is childish and uh, unmature humor, but I am an unmature and humor man, so I liked it. I, I actually laughed out of this. I would give uh
1: 7 out of 10 Oh okay. Um Yeah. yeah. I mean I-, I knew it was going to be hit or miss. I never thought it was uh, I I never like cuz I I did I saw the preview but I never saw it. So I always gave it the benefit of the doubt that it could be good and people were overreacting. Uh wow. so I'm not surprised to be honest. Oh the pa- uh, the package I I gave a 4.5 by the way. So Oh okay.
0: But uh, yeah, I'm I'm so surprised that I liked it.
1: I am so surprised that I just because it of the reviews. The yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can't buy into the hype. Yep.
0: Melissa McCarthy is definitely the worst thing about it. Sure, but even she doesn't ruin it completely for me.
1: Hmm. Okay, I'll have to see yeah. it then.
0: Uh second movie um, that I also watched this uh, week was searching. Uh, this is uh, um, kind of a thriller uh, that's only in front of a computer or
1: news footage or what? It's
0: kind yeah
1: what, what do you it mean is... it's only in front of a computer? The camera is just sitting in front of a computer right. Or it's, it's, so it's first person. It's point of view. The person is looking at a computer? I'm confused. Right, right. The,
0: the, uh, the person is only looking at the computer,
1: right? Okay, so it's like Hardcore Henry, where you just see through the person's eyes all the time.
0: No, oh, no, it's from the computer side.
1: Oh, uh, the, the other way around. Okay, now I get it. Got it. Right. Uh,
0: this was... Uh, interesting movie. I did not especially like it. I think maybe you will like it more than me. So I'm kind of interested in what you think. John, John, John Wu or Leon Wu or whatever. Uh, he's a really good actor in it. But searching 2018.
1: Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Oh. Um... Yeah. The only other thing I saw was uh, the best film of the year, apparently, was Gotti. I saw that Gotti, finally.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad that we can talk about this now.
1: Okay? Uh, It's a movie that happened on on the screen. I think it was a movie. Well, there was a lot of voiceover, so it was like... The real problem was the voiceovers that were trying to connect together scenes... And then they, for some reason, think as the viewer, you're supposed to know everything about this family before you watch the movie. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll just be like, "Hey, what about Mickey the the rat?" And you're like, "And they it'll be a whole conversation about this guy, Mickey the rat, and you've never seen him before in the movie. They he never appears later in the movie. It's just well. like a mentioned, and you're supposed to just know who that guy was through I don't know word of mouth. What like I don't even know. Uh. But overall, I gave this a (laughs) 2.5. It's actually not as bad overall as I thought it was going to be, to be honest. And it's not the worst movie. I've seen worse movies this year.
0: So. What did you think about uh, John Travolta's fantastic makeup job?
1: I I thought the hair was the most ridiculous part. The (laughs) prosthetics weren't as bad as the hair was. It just looked ridiculous. And uh, the accent... (laughs) is the one thing that's uh, it's even worse than any of the makeup or hair or anything else, oh, that, is the accent. Cool. Because it just it doesn't fit, it doesn't work, it sounds fake. Uh, and yeah, he, when he's talking to people, it changes from scene to scene a little bit. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little more New York, and sometimes it's a little more New Jersey. I don't know how to describe it other than that, but...
0: Uh, I saw Peppermint this week. Uh, this is a, a movie with... Uh, uh, Jennifer Gardner uh, as Pepperm- uh, as the mother of Peppermint. Uh, this is a revenge uh, kind of thing. It reminded me of the female John Wick. It's trying to be the female John Wick. I think this succeeded much better than I was uh, thinking it would do. Uh, I thought this was Really, really good, actually. Um, it's one of my favorite action movies of the year. I just... I turned off my brain and I just enjoyed it. It was kind of with the Happy Time murder. It's like, okay, if you don't buy into the premise, you will never ever, like, get into it. But I give this a, a seven and a half, I would say.
1: Okay. Just standard action movie, yeah. All right, definitely.
0: the last movie I saw this week, and this is I saved the last, the best for last, or did I? It was the Predator 2018 version of Predator. Have you seen you've seen the
1: original? We talked about it when we talked about it, right? Yeah, both the first ones, yeah. Well. I've seen. I've also seen Alien versus Predator. I've seen plenty of Predator movies. Yeah, this is awful. <laughs> so was Alien versus Predator. That movie was awful. Uh this is so
0: fucking bad. Look, this is a contender for worst movie of the year.
1: Oh, okay. I'm writing I it down give, as we speak.
0: <laughs> I'm giving it a one and a half point.
1: Wow. Okay, <laughs> that bad. All right. I uh, maybe you will like it. I, I don't really
0: like the fucking original Predator. Right.
1: I don't know why you even watched this. You hated the original Predator for some reason. I don't know why, but <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the first one. now. I, I I think. It I really mean, the first one's Predator. cheesy and stupid, but it it you know it's just yeah. an action movie, and it's kind of. There's, I, like, just classic scenes, like the scene where Jesse Ventura basically destroys right. the rain, like, an entire rainforest because dead he's forest, mad about yeah. his dead friend. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so that is going to be all the movies I've seen this week. A
1: lot of movies. A lot of movies. Yeah, that's all I saw this week as well. lot of movies. Right, I saw, what, eight? And you saw, but, uh, how many movies did you see? Two more than me, so ten. You saw ten in total this week, yeah. Yes, I saw twelve. Yeah. Oh, okay. I talk about four movies.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, plus I a six, about... that's ten. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. I can't do math. We discussed this before. The math is a thing. <laughs> <Podcast>. right? <laughs> six plus four is ten. But let's talk about uh, the Oscar nominated movie, Robin Hood, 2018 version. You were a lord, but now you get to be a thief. Robin Hood on wheels? What? Oh.
1: like him. Please, you have to be a warrior. I don't want to be a warrior. Why do I have to be one? Uh,
0: what are you doing to my
1: coat? You like Jamie Fox? No, I dislike him quite a bit. Uh, as an actor, I mean, I'm, uh, he's probably a great guy to hang out with. But as an actor, I've never been a fan. Who is this kid? I've never seen him What's in needed? anything. Oh, he's uh,
0: he's famous. Okay. Uh,
1: I will find out. Taron Egerton? Is that his name? Yes. Okay. No idea. Disney kid or what? He looks like he came from Disney I've Channel. S- I've seen him before. This is our I will try to find out. He looks like he was like an extra on or er, Drake and Josh, is what he looks like to me. <laughs> Like when he was a kid, not now. Like he grew up. He, that was what he did five. when he was younger. We'll oh. I've definitely he seen her.
0: King- yeah. No, he was in Kingsman Secret Service.
1: Ah, of I never course. saw that. Ah. Jesus.
0: <laughs> this looks so generic.
1: <laughs> and it looks like it's stealing certain parts directly from the Kevin Costner version. Right. Like that part where he's going up the tower on the rope, that's straight out of the Kevin Costner version. Maybe it's in the book and that's where they're getting it from? Who knows?
0: Maybe.
1: So, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about, Luke? Uh, clearly, it's about Robin Hood. Does anybody not know the story of Robin Hood in the entire world? Probably. You have to explain it. Okay, Robin Locksley, a war-hardened crusader and his Moorish commander, uh, Mount and... Uh, uh, audacious revolt against a corrupt English crown in a thrilling action-adventure packed with a gritty battlefield exploits, mind-blowing fight choreography, and timeless mo- romance. You always know it's going to be a bad movie <laughs> when they have to put... Uh, they they, they, can, they, have to fill in the description with there's mind-blowing fight choreography. When that's in the description mm-hmm. of your movie, you know it's going to be a bad movie. Um, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Not too bad, I guess, there. No, no, it's lower now. It's okay. 5.3 now. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, that's not what I'm seeing. Uh, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm seeing 2.5 on Empire. No clue what that means. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said um, before we started recording this part because we record things in part. <gasps> spoiler alert! Uh, because that's how spoiler alert
1: works. Yeah, that's how spoilers work. exactly. I don't think yeah. that's a... Sp- what?
0: <laughs> we talked about this before. I'm trying to make a fun thing. It's really easy to find uh, bad reviews about this. Uh, I did not have a problem. Uh, half a star. I'm 62. I walked out. In the first hundred minutes, this is for bored, spoiled, 20-year-old. Robin is no Kevin Costner. I love that. Half a star. Okay. okay. Uh, right. And are you ready for, for Yoni W? Okay. I cannot fully express how much I hated this movie. This is in all caps, by the way. On, on Rotten Tomatoes. If... Uh, I can put it aside that the complete lack uh, of history accuracy, if it wasn't such a clear political statement...
1: Oh my gosh. R-
0: <laughs> the US invasion of Iraq... It c- <laughs> it's a questionable uh, beg weird love triangle. If it had any chemistry whatsoever... Don't steal lines from other context, movies, and hope we don't notice that you're too lazy to write a script. Don't take entire premise of Dark Knight and impose it on a set that's supposed to be medieval. But if you only knew that, because I'm telling you, otherwise the clothing, technology, language, you wouldn't know. I only stayed to the end because I wanted to make sh- be sure it was the worst movie I've seen in 10 years. Sometimes they surprise you with awesome at, ne- uh, at the end. I was not surprised. I just felt like it. Uh, I had been deceived.
1: Okay. Um, let's see. Uh well I I speaking on that fro uh it it's Robin Hood, is this guy saying, how can they not come up with something original uh an original script for Robin it's already Robin Hood it's not original to begin with <laughs> what are you talking about, <laughs> um, I went to the Facebook of course Andrew Stag says the director needs to be congratulated in a world of mindless blockbusters this film has plunged to new depths, don't waste your money on this one it's a dog of a movie, uh. But Holly Skagg says, "Oh my God, there aren't enough stars to give this movie loved every second. Uh, trying to talk to my hubby, trying to talk my hubby into seeing it again this weekend. Double thumbs up. Mm. So, wow.
0: Some other movies that came out this week was a movie called uh, "The Front Runner" with uh, Hugh uh, Jackman in it. Uh, it's a drama. Uh, Gary Hart, former senator of Colorado, com- becomes the frontrunner for the Democratic presidential nomination in 1987. Hart's intelligent charisma and idealism make him popular with young votes, leaving him with seemingly clear path to the White House. All that comes crashing down with an allegation of extramarital affairs surface in the media, forcing the candidate to address the scandal... That threatened to derail his campaign and his personal life. This was directed by John Wrightman. Has, uh, like I said, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman in it, Molly Ephraim, Bill Morrison in, in it. Uh, it has gotten a six point uh, seven on I, I and B out of ten fifty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes and sixty one on with Metacritic.
1: Right. Um. And I'm I'll do Creed next. Creed two. So you can do that movie. Um. Mm-hmm. In nineteen eighty five, Russian boxer Ivan Drago killed former U.S. champion Apollo Creed in a tragic match that stunned the world, against the it wishes of trainer Rocky Balboa. Apollo's son, Adonis Johnson, accepts the challenge from Drago. From Drago's son. Uh, I'm seeing eight out of ten on IMDb, eighty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-five percent on Metacritic. Uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes super close. Ninety-seven percent of Google users like this movie. Uh, directed by Stephen Calpe Jr. Uh, of course, starring Sylvester Stallone, Michael P. Jordan, and Dolph Lundgren. Mm-hmm. And a few other people. Yep. Cool.
0: Last movie that uh, we talked about. uh, Never heard of this. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Mm. (laughs) It's a fantasy adventure uh, uh, movie. Uh, Also an animated movie. It is directed by Rich Moore and Phil Johnson. It has the voices of Sarah Silverman, John C. Riley. For example, uh, Jack McBuire. Uh, seven out of six out of ten on R and B, eighty seven on Rotten Tomatoes, four out of five on Common Sense Media Video game uh, bad guy Ralph and follow Misfits Venelope Van Schwitz must risk all by travelling to the World Wide Web. In search of a replacement part to save Vanilla's video game, Sugar Rush, Sugar Rush. Sorry, in way over their hands, Ralph and Vanilla uh, rely on the citizen of internet, the netizens, to na- help them navigate their way, including the entrepreneur called Yes, Yes, with the three S's, who is the head of algorithm and the heart of and soul of trend mending site bus buzz bus with three sets tube
1: yeah okay <laughs> buzz tube. I never saw the first Ralph uh, breaks the uh, movies I never saw the first one it's a
0: yeah uh, it's a good
1: movie yeah it's kind of got a cult following, right? Because I, I mean, I've seen wrestlers who have like wrestling gear that's themed off of this movie and things like that. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's so. What movie would you see out of this for? Oh right, I forgot about that. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with Creed two probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I liked Creed. Yeah. I will agree with you.
1: And the, like the numbers look good on it. The reviews look good on it. Uh, everybody's saying it's a pretty good movie, so I'd like to check it out. Yeah. Uh,
0: I was not that big a fan of Ralph, so I will not go and see that in the movies. Oh, okay. Hey, do you know you can go to audible.com slash another digital children and get a free book? For you, your mom, your dad, your sister, your granddad. Yeah, even if they're dead, you use their email address.
1: Right, exactly. audibletrial.com yeah. forward slash another digital citizen. Use your dead grandmother's uh, credit card. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. I think that's the best thing to plug, and then uh, go uh, sign up on iTunes, sign up on Spotify. Uh, Go to our our Facebook page and post some stuff there. If you want us to cover anything in the news, if you want us to talk about anything, put it on our Facebook page, or you can send it to us at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com.
0: I love how we almost sent the YouTube page.
1: (laughs) I almost did, right. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, next week we will have another digital review of one of the movies that I am really looking forward to talk about because I'm really looking forward to seeing this movie The Possession of Hannah Grace. I have heard so many things about this. I have not seen the trailer for it, so it's going to be interesting. I know it's a horror movie. That's more or less what I know about it. Oh, okay. Uh, We will talk of news of the week. I'm going to be really surprised if there's nothing about Brexit in it. Uh, Or (laughs)
1: in it. <laughs> I'm what sure something think? like that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get some big Mueller news next week. It's what oh, yeah. people are, try- are kind of hinting at is that uh, the Mueller, something coming out of the Mueller investigation is very, very close. So maybe this week, next week, something very, very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess
0: maybe uh, something with Russia.
1: <laughs> oh that yeah, they're definitely back on that kick for sure. the after yep. the midterm election, it was like we hadn't heard anything about Russia for like two months, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, midterms are over. back to the Russian thing. <laughs> so
0: we will do episode one and two of 1983. Next week, so that is going to be interesting.
1: All right, comes out on Friday on Netflix. If anybody wants to follow
0: along, yeah. Then we will talk about something really, really strange:
1: uh, star killers uh, conspiracy. What is star killers? Also known as star whackers, or uh, I've saw somebody call it the Quaid conspiracy because of Dennis Quaid is the kind of the person who started talking about this. I don't know. Uh, it's uh a shadowy cabal of people supposedly in Hollywood who kill off unwanted celebrities. Uh, It says here they may have killed Heath Ledger, possibly sabotaged Jeremy Piven, and could currently be targeting Lindsay Lohan. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. Maybe that explains why she doesn't live in America anymore.
0: (laughs) Remember when they tried killing Lindsay Lohan by giving her some referees in her way? And she tried to kidnap them?
1: Remember how that was? She tried to kidnap the refugee... I almost said referees. Mm -hmm. Refugee kids. (laughs) They're not referees. (laughs) There's not just hordes of people with striped shirts coming up uh, trying to get into (laughs) Europe.
0: Oh, I think we covered everything that we're supposed to cover. Is there anything you... Need to
1: uh, say. No, I, I, yeah, I, everything in my notes we talked about, so I think we're good this week. It was a long week; we had a lot of news to cover, but I think we got everything done. Hopefully, the sound sounds good. I'm using some new recording software. If it doesn't, that is why. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, I think we're done. We did not counting this week, <laughs> and the audience have no clue. No clue what that means, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, from Luke, and from Fro, and from Norway, and the United States of America, goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.